crazy week of football or weekend of football. Um, we had the Natty between Clemson and LSU. We had the playoffs, the divisional round, and the NFL playoffs. And so <laughs> it was a packed weekend of football. Uh, let's start off with the Vikings 49ers. Talk about that. Uh, a boring game. It was really a dominant performance by the 49ers, in my opinion. The Vikings were competitive in the first half. Like they, they were in the game for the entire first half. Like going into halftime, it was like it was 14-10. Well, they couldn't run the ball, and that was a big problem. That was that was a huge issue in this game. Ten carries for 21 yards as a team. Dalvin Cook had nine for 18. They just couldn't get anything going on the ground. They had to rely on Kirk Cousins. It's generally not good when Kirk Cousins has to throw the ball 30 right. times in a game for them. I mean, that's not a lot, but still, even for their offense, right. it's not good. Yeah. So. Yeah, their offense was just, like, not – it was terrible in this game. And their, the only touchdown they had was on a fluky uh, touchdown in the first quarter. Um, Kirk Cousins underthrew the ball. Like, he – it was severely underthrown. Um, and Akilah Witherspoon just overplayed the ball. Um, and then yeah, they went back and play on it. Was able to make a play on it, and they scored. But that was the only touchdown in the game. Akilah Witherspoon was terrible to start off the game, and he got benched. Yeah. So his uh, his division around playing time was over real quick. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, San Francisco's defense just played really well. Uh, and they play, we the said, defensive line played out of their yeah, minds. Yeah, last week we said that was going to be the one of the keys to the game was that if San Francisco could force, you know, stop the run and force Kirk Cousins to uh, – you know, play quarterback and get a bunch of pressure on him, then they were yeah. going to win easily. And, then yeah, the and that's 49ers, what they did. And then the 49ers ran the ball extremely well. Like, Kevin Coleman had 22 carries for 105 yards, two touchdowns. Raheem Mostert had 12 carries for 58 yards. And then Matt Breda didn't do too much. I mean, he had eight carries for 17 yards. But Coleman was fantastic in this game. Right. Garoppolo, he was a beast. Garoppolo played okay. Yeah, he had his stats don't look good. His stats are actually worse than Kirk Cousins, but I thought he played better than Kirk. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. He had a lot of inaccuracy yeah. issues. Uh, he Kirk had a terrible pick. So did Garoppolo, but Kirk's yeah. pick. Jimmy was throwing a lot of balls like neither, behind, neither behind people. Really good. Neither quarterback yeah. was really good. There were like slant routes, and he was throwing it behind people, and it was yeah. just, I don't know, he was off. Yeah. So, but their run game was working, and that's their offense. So yeah. they were able to blow out Minnesota. Yeah, if the Vikings wanted to ups- wanted to upset the Forty ers on the road, they had to run the ball well. Like Dalvin Cook would have had needed to have a Derrick Derrick Henry type game, and the defense needed to contain the run game. Right. And they didn't either. So they, they had no chance in this game. They were it was it wasn't like the Forty ers didn't dominate them from the start. But this game got out of hand in the third quarter when the Vikings had a brutal stretch where Kirk Cousins threw a pick. Yeah. And then the 49ers scored. And they took advantage of the of the great field position. And then um, right after, Minnesota fumbled the kickoff. And for, the 49ers <laughs> got position right there. And then they went up 27-10. And the game was over. Yeah, it was point. just a series of unfortunate events for Minnesota. And, hey, this keeps my uh... – Playoff pick for the uh, NFC alive, my Super Bowl yeah. pick. I picked the 49ers to make it yeah. the NFC. So we'll that interception that by Kirk was terrible. Yeah. That was a horrible read. Easy pick for Sherman. Yeah, like, I don't know what he was doing. But, yeah, yeah. this was uh, a boring game. Yeah, I'm, and then 
it kind of surprised me that their offense plays this bad, and then like um, almost not immediately after the game, but not too long after the game, the Browns decide yeah. to hire the Vikings offensive coordinator. What's his name? Kevin Stuf- is it Stefanski? Stefan- uh, it's something like that. I think it's Kevin Stefanski. Pronunciation. Um, but they hire him as their head coach. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. So the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, I don't like their offense. It's very run heavy, and if the run doesn't work, then their, then offense, their offense is over. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, right. that, I don't know if that's partly due to Kirk Cousins. I wonder if it'll be any different well, with he's, Baker. He's an upgrade over Kitchens, but he still is okay. not a great offensive coordinator. Is this offense that he's going to better? I think it is. What, in Cleveland? Yes. I think he's going to a better offense. Uh, more talented skill position, guys. Um, it's kind of similar. You have, like, I don't, not, a, not a great so quarterback, but not a bad quarterback in, like, Baker and Kirk. I think Baker is better yeah, no, than Baker's Kirk, better like, than much better. Kirk. Baker obviously had a bad year. And then you've got two dynamic receivers in OBJ and Jarvis where you had Thielen and yeah. Diggs. In Minnesota, and then, but the, I think the run game's better in Cleveland with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I mean they had Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, but I think Kareem Hunt and Chubb are much better, much better duo. I mean, um, I, I think the better. offensive line is considerably worse in Cleveland. Oh yeah, but I expect, they improved the offensive Well, I expect line. them to make some big changes to that in the offseason. I expect them to go after guys in free agency, and I would assume that they're going to draft for offensive line. Yeah. So that I was an, that. Yeah, that was an interesting hire for the Browns to me that they yeah. would. I mean, I don't, know, I, I don't know why they didn't go after Josh McDaniels, but Minnesota's offense wasn't that great all season. It, it really wasn't. It had its points where it played well, but that was when the run game was succeeding. Yeah, when the run game didn't work, when it wasn't, when they weren't successful running the ball, their offense was stagnant because Kirk Cousins is just not. He's not an elite quarterback. Okay, so this is like when they played good defenses. So, like, the Packers, pretty good defense, I would say. Yeah. 16 points. They played the Bears, 6 points. Right. They played uh, – who else did they play? They only put up 19 against the Redskins. They weren't able to put up a lot of points against um, the Packers again when they had to play them. They only put up 10. So – but then they had times where they played really well. I mean, the Seahawks don't have a good defense, but that was a really good game when they had to play the Seahawks, 37-30. to 30. Yeah. So their offense was really inconsistent, and it was all based on the run game. If you could stop the run with Minnesota, you solved how to you know, crack their offense. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was impressed by the 49ers in this game, especially their run defense, which was not good this in the regular season. Their run defense wasn't that great. Like They ranked in the bottom half of the league. Um, in run defense, but they played outstanding this game. Like, Dalvin Cook had 18 yards on nine carries. Like, right. he was a non-factor in this game. Right. They completely shut him down. But they also got a lot of guys back from injury. Like, D. Ford, he played really well in this game. He was awesome. Um, they got Juan Alexander. They got did they, they got somebody else back from injury. Was Tart? I don't think. It, I don't think Tart was Tart injured. I don't, I don't think remember. so. I think it, it was only they got a safety back, but I don't know if he was like a big time player for them. Maybe or not. not. Maybe just like a rotational guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was. It was. I thought it was going to be a good game, and it looked like it was early, but then it just. Yeah, the third quarter is when it really turned around. That's when the the Forty ers just 
Right. They they got it going. All right, let's move on to the Titans Ravens game. Really, really big upset. Titans won twenty eight twelve. Um, this was surprising to like everybody. Um, and the Titans keep they keep winning. My, with power foot, with smash mouth football, and they Old run the ball football, yeah. and they dominate on defense, and that's what they did in this game. Like they started off on fire, they punched the Ravens in the mouth, went up fourteen nothing early. Uh, they had that crazy catch on the left side uh, by yeah, Smith. Johnny Smith, that was crazy. That was an insane. He didn't catch. even get feet in; he just got butt cheeks. In. The left butt cheek, yeah. Well, he got one foot in. Yeah. And then he got the butt cheek. So, I guess it counts as two feet. That was an insane catch. Tannehill with three touchdowns, two passing, one rushing. Yeah. He had after, and then... Um, he didn't even have that. I mean, he was like... He wasn't that good as a passer, like, statistically. Like, no. he was at 50%, had, like, 88 yards, but had two touchdowns and another one rushing. Yeah. But early in the game, um, after Lamar threw a pick, um, he... One of his two, by the way. Right. Yeah, after he threw a pick early. That was after Martin, the, the throw to Mark Andrews. Right. was tipped and got picked off. Um, they I think after that they scored the uh the ghost up seven nothing that was the catch by Smith, and then after that they got another stop and then they had the play action bomb from Tannehill uh to Khalif Raymond which was an absolute dot. Oh yeah, I thought he overthrew him when it when I saw it at first, but, but I yeah. thought he was gonna lead him yeah. out of the end zone. Raymond just made a good good adjustment there yeah. and caught it. That was a huge play there. Um, but yeah, this is probably I th- I thought the Titans were much better in this game. Than they were against the Patriots. Baltimore just had to settle for too many field goals. They were in the red zone a lot. Yeah. And they were, they, I think, I can't remember what the stat was, but they were, like, a majority of their drives, I'm pretty sure, started on the Titans' side of the field. Yeah. And they still were only able to score 12 points. Yeah. They struggled. Lamar struggled. Yeah, he's, he's it's kind of like, I know their, their receivers dropped some passes, and weren't making plays to bail him out. But he was also bad. It can't – I mean, we can't just, you know, not give him any of the blame for this game. I understand he had, what, over 500 yards of total offense. He had, you know, 365 passing yards, 143 rushing yards. But he had three turnovers. And, I mean, he threw the ball 60 times. That's part – 59 times. That's part of the reason why he had so many passing yards. Yeah. Yeah, his so, numbers are inflated. Like his numbers, like they look good. Like five hundred twenty yards of offense, great. I don't care. Watch the film. He was not good in this game. Yeah, he, he, he did not play well at all. He had three turnovers. Um, he had the fumble early he on. He was making bad reads on read option yeah. too. You can you can make an argument. You can there's an ar- you can make an argument that the Mark Andrews drop wasn't his fault. But that ball was high. Andrew, I mean, if you get two hands on the ball, you should catch it. But that's a tough catch for Mark Andrews to make. And he's hurt. He's dealing with a leg injury. Uh, like, Lamar's got to put that, like, on the face mask. Um, so that was an a- inaccurate ball. Then he made some terrible decisions throughout the game. Like, he made some bad reads. There was a play early on in the game uh, where Marquise Brown was on the post route. They had a post, and then they had a corner route. Um, and the safety came down to guard the corner route, and he had Marquise Brown on the post route for a touchdown. Uh, but he just... He missed the read and, and threw it to the corner out. Now, it was a completion, and it was a great throw. But that's just a bad uh, – he missed a wide-open touchdown. Right. Um, and just things like that that he struggled with in this game. Uh, and like you said, with the read option, he made a, he made a few bad reads early. Uh, and just he just made some really bad decisions. Couldn't, didn't read the defense well in this game. Uh, there was also a play 
where they had Mark Andrews run a streak, and then they had Marquise Brown running comeback route on the sideline, and Marquise Brown got ahead of the linebacker, and he had like 15 yards of space. Lamar just had to throw over the linebacker's head and get it into that in that space, and they have a huge game for instead. He throws the comeback route, the Marquise Brown just cover it. It's a duck, no spiral, and it's an incomplete pass. And just, he, he was not good in this game at all. He really was. He wasn't good, but I don't think we can give enough credit yeah, to Derrick like, Henry yeah. for what he was able to do with Tennessee. Yeah. Derrick Henry, man, 30 carries, 195 yards. He was averaging 6.5, got a 66-yard uh, run that he broke out, almost went for a touchdown, but he got caught at the end. And then I think it was on that same drive where he threw the touchdown pass. Yeah, it he, was. He it capped was, it off it with was. a three-yard kind of jump pass. To Corey Davis. Yeah, to Corey Davis. And – yeah, yeah, that put him up twenty one six, and um, I, I wasn't, I, I still thought the Ravens could get back into this game at this point. Um, I still thought they had some life, and then after this, Lamar Jackson fumbled. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Tennessee drove down the field, and on a speed option play, Tannehill scored, and they went up twenty eight six. And at this point, this is when I realized that the game was over, and I, I, I thought, I thought the Ravens were done at this point. Um, but yeah, going back to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, all the blame should not be put on him. Like he didn't play well, but he's not the only one at fault. Like he's not the he's not the only reason they lost. The coaching was bad in this game. I thought they went away from the run a little too early in this game. Uh, John Harbaugh did a terrible job of managing the clock before the half. Like with 50 seconds left in the second quarter, um, he he decides not to call a timeout unless the clock runs out 20 seconds. And they get like three yards on the next play. Just and, and they had three timeouts at the time. And just stuff like that, just like really bad mistakes. They just don't make sense. I didn't I just I don't know what he's doing there. Um, yeah, Lamar Jackson was he just didn't have a good game. In and it really sport. didn't help Lamar that Mark Ingram was hurt too. Like yeah. he didn't have a reliable, like good running back. They only I mean, they had Mark Ingram only had six carries on the game and he wasn't out there a lot. Right. They were really switching between Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. Justice Hill ended up not even having any carries. I guess every time he was out there, they were either running a pass or they were um, running a uh, read option where Lamar kept it. He did right. end up – Justice Hill did have four catches yeah. for 26 yards, but he didn't have any carries. So it was really Gus Edwards and Justice Hill in the backfield. Mark uh, Ingram wasn't really a factor in the game because of his injury. So and They did miss Mark Ingram. Yeah, and the receivers also. The receivers were dropping balls all the time. Like there were so many drops. Yeah. Um, this game. Like uh, Seth Roberts had a had a drop ball that possibly could have been a touchdown earlier in the game. Yep. I mean, he just dropped it. And like, I thought the worst play Lamar made all all game uh, was the bad interception late in the game. They were down twenty eight six, and they needed to score on this drive. And he, he just made a bad read. He he did not even make a read. He just threw it to a guy on the sideline. It was a quick out. Yeah, Ke- and Kenny Vaccaro yeah, just kind of picked it off. Yeah, that was a terrible read. Read the route yeah. really well, and he just jumped in front of yeah. it and got an easy interception. Yeah. Like Lamar didn't, it's like Lamar didn't even look his way. didn't even yeah. read the defense. He just made the throw when, when blindly. Right. Um, so that was, that, and I thought that was the worst play by Lamar in this game. Yeah. So, yeah. This is so Yeah, Tennessee looks extremely impressive right now. This is crazy that they, they came yeah. in as a sixth seed and are going to the AFC Championship. Yeah, they've been I'm fantastic. I'm really surprised. Yeah. I mean, they're, they were – ever since they started Tannehill at quarterback, they got drastically better. And Derrick Henry has 
been going on a tear. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. With Ryan Tannehill as their starter, they they started out the season two and four, and then right. moved to with Ryan Tannehill as their starter and went seven and three in the rest of the season, and now they won two games straight, wild card in the divisional. Yeah, and Tannehill, Tannehill's had like he's not hasn't been like I I don't want to say he hasn't been good, but he's just like not having to do anything. Like he hasn't even thrown for hundred yards in the postseason in either yet. playoff game. Right. Now he he was a lot better in this game, or he was like. He actually had an impact in this game. He had very little impact in the Patriots game. Yeah, but he had that long bomb to uh, Khalif Raymond to put him up 14 nothing. Also, ran, in it, ran the ball for a touchdown uh, to put him up uh, 26 to put him up 22. Um, yeah, off, this was a very impressive game uh, by the Titans. And I'm interested to see uh, how, they'll, how they'll fare against the Chiefs. Yeah, speaking of the speaking Chiefs. Of Chiefs. Yeah, let's talk about the Texans. Chiefs I game. think this was the craziest game. Yeah, it's not the best weekend. comeback ever in postseason. I, the, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, Fifty One, I believe. Yeah, that that was that's still a better comeback. Twenty eight three, isn't it the same? No, that was no, twenty five twenty four. So. And this was in the this was in the first quarter. That one right, was, that was like basically late. like it felt like that game seventeen was over. minutes of play, and then he came back. Right, but, but it's yeah. still it's, it's still, still very. Yeah, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm just saying Houston like, comes out, gets an early twenty four to nothing lead. There's like ten. 10 or 11, I think it was 11, about 11 minutes left in the second quarter. So they score early in the second quarter to make it 24 to nothing. And then for the rest of the game, the Chiefs go on a 51 to 7 run. Yeah. Bro. Crazy. Yeah. Houston just absolutely fell apart. Yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't even playing. They weren't even like, they were not, they weren't even like just playing better than the Chiefs to start off. The Chiefs the were just sleeping. Yeah, the Chiefs just like they looked like a team that hasn't played like pissing them in themselves in the first yeah in the first quarter. They like, looked like a team that hadn't played since like the very you know, first game. Weeks. The Texans, the very first play of the game, the Texans ran a screen. I, th- I believe to Hopkins, and then later on that drive, they ran the same play except this time they had Kenny Still to run a streak. Yeah, and they um, hit him for and a fifty-four yard average, yeah. and it was a wide open throw. Um, then, then after that, uh, there was a block punt that Lonnie Johnson punt. returned. That was returned for a touchdown to put the Texas up right. 14 nothing. Then, then Houston had a great then Tyreek, drive. Then Tyreek Hill fumbled a – I don't know if it was a punt. I think it was a punt. But he fumbled either a punt or a kickoff return um, that the Texas recovered. And then they scored again to go up 21 nothing. And then later they would have a good drive, go up 24 nothing. But the, the Chiefs' goal. offense was awful to start off. Yeah. And then, like Kelsey had a drop pass on a third and long. For a first down, like he, it would have been a first down. He just dropped it. This offense is crazy though, because yeah. I, I remember it was twenty four to nothing, and I was sitting there, and I looked at my dad, and I just said, "This game's not over." This, right, this Chiefs offense. I, like, I call. I remember I called you too. I was like, "This game is not over." This Chiefs offense. Yeah, when so it was twenty four nothing, I'm just like not even blinking. Like, I know. I, I was I'm still like, like the Chiefs are still going. I'm win. like, I don't care. I still think the Chiefs can still... can very much win. And then they yeah. and then they just went on this offensive tear. Uh, they you know touchdown, 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 yeah. touchdown, 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 field goal, punt. Well, it's funny. The same way the Texans got off to a twenty four nothing lead. The same that very same way the the Chiefs came back because the uh, the Chiefs they had. Uh, they were, the, the Texans had a fumbled punt, and they had a fake punt they didn't get, which was a terrible decision. But, um, and then they, like, oh, the fumble kickoff, someone got hit. It wasn't a muff punt, 
but someone, the returner got popped, and the ball went right into the hands of one of the Chiefs players, which is crazy, but yeah, like, this is a crazy game. Yeah, Travis Kelsey had himself a day in the yeah. second quarter and yeah. going on. He had 10 catches for 134 yards and three yeah, touchdowns. He was, he was insane. Oh, man, he was having a day. Yeah, they're like everything really changed uh, when Miko Hartman had his long kickoff return. Yeah, in the first half, like, and once it that was like it was like the momentum just completely yeah. shifted, and Patrick Mahomes just got the ball, went in there. Yeah, he was incredible. Oh, man, it yeah, was he was fantastic. That was a crazy game. I don't, I just, I don't know if the Chiefs' offense is stoppable. Yeah, uh, especially with Mahomes. Like when they didn't have Mahomes, they were losing some games. And even when Mahomes came back, you know he was still a little affected by the injury. Right, they right, they right. were losing a few games, but I mean they are so good offensively. They have so much speed at receiver, and then they have the big guys like Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey, and then Patrick Mahomes is just might be. You know, not even human. I, I don't yeah, know like at he's, this point. It's, like, hey, this proved that he's the best quarterback on earth. Yeah. But I, which I don't think was in doubt before the game. But yeah, he was incredible. He was so good. Yeah, like once ever once their offense got clicking and everyone like got their head in the game and started catching passes, like they, they <laughs> there was nothing stopping this team. Um, like I thought one throw that that really impressed me was that throw to Damian Williams. That short pass to oh, him. Oh, yeah. Was that the that, – that wasn't the first points they scored, was it? No, it wasn't. That was to go at 14. That was Wait, the, no, it was – it was ooh, hold I on, think that was their second touchdown when they cut it. I think the second touchdown was Kelsey, actually. Really? Yeah, hold on. I forgot. The, when you yeah, know, you no, know the it was the, the, about, the right? throw that he made to Damian Williams was their first touchdown. Okay, yeah, yeah. that was really impressive. Oh, yeah, it was a absolute on-the-money. He threw it where the defender couldn't get it. I mean, Damian Williams was – it wasn't covered well, but it was tight enough to where you couldn't like lob it. Yeah, you had, it was it was such a tough throw to make. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes just made it so easily. It was just yeah. yeah. The, the Texans got a they they got a lot of improvement to do. Especially they on the get offensive a, line. They got to get a better offensive line. Deshaun Watson needs to learn to how to Deshaun, get rid of the ball quicker. I love Deshaun, and he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's got to improve. He still has to be able to make throws in the pocket. Right. It's something he shows, he holds the ball on too long, and he runs out of the pocket too quickly. He's got to stay in there and just face the pressure. He's got to make throws with guys in his face. Right. He's got to improve on that. I agree. Because that's something I've noticed throughout the playoffs. I'm like, this dude's got to stay in the pocket. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, so I'll, I'll definitely yeah. be interested to see how the Titans' defense plays against the yeah, it'll be a fun unstoppable Chiefs defense. Yeah. I mean, Chiefs offense. But that's kind of what I was thinking about Baltimore, too. You know, it looks like an unstoppable offense with Lamar, but Titans yeah. played well. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Well, it'll be different because Patrick Mahomes is – he's unhuman. This dude is, right. is the best quarterback on this planet. There's no one better than him. Yeah. Yeah, all right, let's move on uh, to the Packers-Seahawks Packers The last game of the weekend. Uh, Yeah. This was the first time in a while that I've seen Aaron Rodgers play at the level he Yeah, he did. was really good in this game. He was very accurate, making throws that, you know, very few quarterbacks can make, you know, with the likes of, like, Patrick Mahomes and maybe Drew Brees and some guys like that. But he was just so incredible in that game. 
I haven't. I'm, I'm glad that it's he's finally waking up because it feels like the whole season he's been off. And then it was like this game. It's like vintage Aaron Rodgers, just slinging it around, throwing dimes. The run game surprisingly wasn't as much of a factor as I thought it was going to be. I mean, they ran the ball a lot. The Packers ran the ball thirty times, yeah. but they only had 109 yards. I mean, Aaron Jones did have two touchdowns, but I felt like the passing game was more of what was getting them down the field. Devontae Adams yeah, was, was phenomenal. Eight catches, 160 yards, and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, he was cooking people. He cooked Trey Flowers yeah, one Trey play. Flowers. Where you like, yeah, I don't, I, like, I don't really know when he, he like stopped, went to the left, caught the ball, high pointed the ball. And then came down and went to the right and just outran everybody. Yeah. It was it was crazy. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was he was really good. Um, now early, Shaquille Griffin was having a lot of success against Adams. Shaquille's really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah Shaquille's like, awesome. He's a really good corner. Um, but he was having a lot of success early, and then he kind of struggled. You know, as the game went on, and they right. started they tried to put flowers on him, and it just did not work. Yeah. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Okay, what what was Seattle? What was Seattle's record look like without Russell? Without Russell Wilson, like they're legitimately complete garbage without him. I don't think they're complete garbage. It depends on who the quarterback is. I mean, if you throw like Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan in there, I think they can have some success, but they're not going eleven and five. I think they're going like they're not competing in the division. They have some. Well, I'm thinking like four and twelve. Okay, yeah, in this game they have some good offensive pieces. Like in the regular season when they had all three of their running backs and like DK and Lockett. Yeah, they have some good pieces. The offensive line is not good though. The offensive yeah, line is terrible. Yeah, like the main reason this offense has any success at all is because Russell Wilson and his ability to it's make so plays good. out of the pocket and within the pocket. Right. That's what it separates him from everybody. That's what separates him from Deshaun Watson. Like he can make throws. Within the pocket and out of the pocket, like his his throw on the run, his ability to make throws on the run is incredible. Right, like he's he is incredible, and uh, he was good in this game. Um, like he had like two hundred and seventy seven yards passing, a touchdown. Then he had seven carries for sixty four yards. Like he was great. Yeah, uh, but I the mean, he was, was their running game because yeah, like, the run game was terrible. Marshawn Lynch did nothing. Homer had three carries, and. Like I mean, Lynch had the two yards. touchdowns, but they were both, like, goal line. Yeah, yeah. So. And Lockett, he, he had himself a day, too. Like, nine catches for 136 yards and a touchdown. Like, he was great in this game. Uh, I love Lockett. He had this one catch, which was ridiculous. Like, he, he got pressed by Kevin King. And I don't know how Kevin King got burnt by this dude. Because Kevin King is a I don't know how specimen. I don't know how Kevin King didn't body him. Yeah, like, Lockett's Kevin not, King's Lockett's huge. not that big, and Kevin King's six foot three, two hundred something yeah. pounds. Like he's a huge, he's a really big corner. Yeah. So. But he got yeah. This is a crazy game, and it had a crazy ending because like the Packers were up twenty eight. Was it what was it twenty eight? They 10? were up, yeah. They were up twenty eight to ten at one point, and then and then the, the Seahawks, Seahawks came back climbing back. There was like nine minutes left, and they scored to make it uh, twenty eight to twenty three. They went for a two point yeah. conversion. Didn't they punted. get it. Which yeah. was a really interesting decision. Yeah. It was – I was surprised that they punted because um, there was – how much time was there left? I don't remember how much time there was. Oh, there was two minutes left. Yeah. Two, almost three minutes left. 
You gotta what and you gotta go for it there. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I don't like putting the ball in the hands of Aaron Rodgers and and I I would not have any faith in my defense at that point. Like Aaron Rodgers is a bad dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm su- I'm surprised they punted. I thought they were I mean, it wasn't a super short fourth down though, but still yeah. it was like 2 minutes left in the game. Um, let's see how what was the actual yardage? It was 4th and 11. It was like 4th and long. Right. I mean, it would have been tough considering they were at their own 36. Right. And they were thinking maybe their defense could play well enough, you know, get stuck. Because they still had three timeouts at the time. Right. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't hate the call to punt just because of where you are on the field. And you don't want to give the Packers a chance to, like, get a field goal go if you don't it. get it. <laughs> you can go for it. You got to go for it. You don't have to go for it. Got to go for it. Come on. Well, I think Pete Carroll trusted in his defense too much. Yeah, you got to go for it. So. You gotta go for it. Can't can't put the ball in Aaron, in Aaron Rodgers' hands. I mean, he, Aaron Rodgers didn't really at the end of the playoff game. Well, he did make that one third of Devontae Adams that at the end so, of the game. Yeah, yeah, that was a and it was like on his back foot. Yeah, it was so like crazy though. Crazy. Then they had the controversy with the Jimmy Graham first down, yeah. which ended the game. But he he got it. Um, yeah, people were basing it off of the yellow line, which yeah, the yellow he, line yeah, is not always it. accurate. He got he got it. So I mean, it was close, but he got it. Yeah, I thought it was a, a really good weekend for NFL. Uh, yeah, super I mean, fun. the Packers Seahawks game was the closest game. I thought right. the Texas Chiefs games was the funnest game, most fun game to watch. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So. Oh uh, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to those conference right. championships. Let's get into those conference championship games. Let's okay. Preview them. Um, right. You want to start off with NFC or AFC? We'll start with the AFC championship. Alright, that's Chiefs Titans and. Kansas City's favored by seven and a half. Why? So why seven and a half? Yeah. I mean, I know they're at home, but seven and a half. Like the Titans are super hot right now, and I don't think the Chiefs are gonna stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, I don't know how they can. Like, like <laughs> no one up to this point has been able to stop Derrick Henry in the playoffs. I don't think. I don't think the Chiefs' defense is gonna be able to. Because their run, def- run defense isn't that great. They are getting Chris Jones back, though. Are they really? Yep. Oh, that'll be, be yeah. big for Wait, them. Wait, he just, he just sat out last week, and yeah. he's co- he's, he'll come back this week. Okay, yeah. That would, that's big for them, because yeah. they were... Um, I think they, they sat him out last him. week, so he'd be rested up for this game, cause, since they knew they'd have to face... Um, one one good run. I mean, they didn't know they'd have to. Face. Oh, yeah, because that yeah. was the night before. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. they didn't go into that game. Yeah, but e- either way, they would have had to face a really, you know, great running team. Right. So, and this is a different game for the Titans. Last week, they had to play a game. Yeah. This is the best to, offense they'll face. Right. Last week, they had to play a dynamic offense, but it was more of a running offense. And right. now, it's more of a pass-oriented offense. They have so many weapons. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. I don't know what the Titans are going to do to stop it. I, I think, believe, yeah, that's the same here. Like, I agree. Yeah. I feel like you got to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes because I, I even if – you send everybody back there, somebody's getting open, and yeah. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw well, a You dot. can guard Tyreek Hill. Hill is the fastest player in the game, and then maybe they have potentially the two fastest receivers in the NFL and right Michael now, Michael Hardman and Tyreek Hill. Hill. And then they have Sammy Watkins, who has been reliable for them, and Travis Kelsey, who's been phenomenal yeah, this season. Yeah, awesome. absolutely ridiculous in last week's uh, game against the Texans. So... 
Yeah, their offense is, is crazy. They don't have a good run game, though. Their run game is almost just non-existent. Is that's fine. I know it's fine. You didn't got to run the ball. Yeah, they have Damian Williams. Just, and, run, it, just run it a little bit to get the run game yeah. going. So Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy yeah. in the backfield. Kind yeah. of a two. You, it looked like, like on paper, that doesn't look like it's a bad backfield, but they just haven't been able to get it going right, yeah. this season at all. So. Williams is Williams is solid. He's a good running back. Yeah, and I thought Shady was going to be a good complement to him. Yeah. And then it just didn't right. Didn't work out. Yeah, this this is a tough game to pick. Because after the Titans beat the Ravens, uh, and then after the Texans game, I was like, I, I kind of want to pick the Titans in this game. But they haven't had the face of quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking like, like the Lamar, Chiefs. Lamar is nothing. He is nowhere near Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, level. and, I, and that's Patrick not taking Mahomes, anything away. That's not taking anything away. Oh yeah, Lamar. Lamar's, great. Lamar's fantastic. Lamar's great. He completely like, deserves MVP this season. Yeah, but he's yeah. And like, like as a like pa- as a passer. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's far more talented as, as a runner than Patrick Mahomes is. But as a passer, he's nowhere near. No one in the NFL. Right now, except like maybe you know Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees are are the closest thing to where Patrick Mahomes is like level wise as a passer. I mean, right. he is just ridiculous. He makes throws, arm angles that no one else is doing. It's just yeah, it's it's a highlight reel every time you watch him. And I want to say this, like Lamar, uh, I like he had a terrible game in the playoffs and. He's great. Like he he deserves the All Pro. He deserves to be a first team All Pro. He deserves the MVP. If I were voting, I'd vote him as the first team All Pro quarterback, and I'd vote him for MVP. Uh, but the thing is, good players are made in the regular season. Legends are made in the playoffs. You gotta have success in the playoffs. You gotta you gotta shine when the brights are the when the lights are the brightest. Right. And so well, I wanna see him succeed in the playoffs before I put him in any type of conversation with the with the elites of the NFL like Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Patrick Mahomes, those type of guys. Right. I think Lamar Jackson is still an elite he was an elite quarterback this season. But before I call him a, an elite quarterback every single year, I need to see some I need to see him perform. Yeah, same thing with Deshaun Watson. In the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, he's only won one playoff game, and that was against Buffalo, and that was Buffalo kind of choked that game away. Well, I kind of feel like it's kind of different with Deshaun Watson because he's in a different situation. Like, his his team is not. Well, they're both not in great situations. I mean, Lamar has a good. Lamar has a much better team. Lamar has a much better offensive line. And but, a much better defense. And their defense is much yeah, better than the Texans. The Texans has, defense sucks. He has consider like marginally worse receivers right. than DeAndre has yeah. than Deshaun has to work with. Yeah. Cuz Deshaun has Hopkins who's Well yeah, yeah. I mean, not this year, but arguably I mean, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Arguably people think that he's the best in the league. Personally, I think it's Michael Thomas right now. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. But and then they have Kenny Stills and um Will Fuller. So, I think Deshaun has better weapons, but Lamar has the better like overall team. Yeah, but I just want to say that about Lamar because I feel like if if I ever criticize Lamar on Twitter, it's like I'm a hater. And, yeah, but no. apparently. But like, but like, yeah, I respect what Lamar's done. He's a he's a great quarterback. Right. He has a he has a unique, a super unique skill set, and he deserves all the success he's had this season. Like he's a great a great guy. He has a very good character, and he's a hard worker. 
but like <laughs> the MVP and everything's great, but I want to see her perform in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking the Chiefs in this game. I am too. Um, I um, just with this offense with Patrick Mahomes, all those weapons. This is a different offense than the Titans have faced this this playoffs. They haven't faced a quarterback like Mahomes or a quarterback that's as talented as a passer as Mahomes. Yeah, Henry um, is still going to get his Hen- yards. Henry's going to get – he might get 200 yards in this game. I think Chris Jones but, being back will help them out. Yeah. But Henry's still going to get his yards, but I don't see how they're going to keep up with this offense. I mean, this offense is much better than Baltimore's offense. And I said I didn't think they were going to be able to keep up with Baltimore's offense at the yeah, time. Right. But yeah, they, yeah. they, they, yeah, they I very was, much I was, shut them down. Yeah, I was, but, I was pleasantly surprised by the Titans' performance in that game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think – I, I think they have a chance in this game. Yeah, I, I think so too. But at the end of the day, I trust Patrick Mahomes and that offense. I, I think with how how high powered this team's offense is and how quickly they can put points on the board, I think Tannehill would have to have uh, a bigger impact in this game than he than he than he had in even the Ravens game. Like he'll he'll have to. He'll have to throw yeah, he needs to a throw for a hundred yards. He needs to throw for more than like fifteen. Yeah. He needs to throw more than His fifteen pass passes. Attempts are gonna have to be up there a little bit. They, they still, they still have to run the I ball. I mean, they need to run the ball a lot. So but but if I, it's I, working. But I, I feel like in this game they'll have to try to match uh, what the Chiefs are gonna do on offense. And one of the wise. things they can do is uh, have you know sustained drives with the run game to keep that offense off of the field and have their defense yeah. to slow the game down. Right, like dominant time of possession. Make keep, the Chiefs keep, play keep at your Mahomes pace. on the sideline. Yeah, make That's the Chiefs play at your do. pace. Yeah, so it'll be a tough game for yeah. the Titans, especially being an Arrowhead. So I'm, I'm definitely taking the Chiefs. I personally game. want the Chiefs to make it to the Super Bowl. I want to see Mahomes on that Compete stage. Compete for a ring. I want to see Mahomes on that stage. I want to see Mahomes get that ring because so I feel like if Mahomes gets a ring at his age, he has a chance to, to create or to start um, his GOAT resume. Because I feel like he's that good. That, that's how good Mahomes is. Like, he's an all-time. Like, he has – he's one of the most talented, if not the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Right. I um, mean, I want to see – I want to see his resume uh, start to forest, and I think it all starts with that ring. Right. All right, moving on to the NFC Championship. We've got the Green Bay Packers traveling to San Francisco to uh, face the 49ers. Same spread for this game. 49ers are favored by 7.5. Yeah, this is – yeah, the 49ers and Packers already played this season, um, and the 49ers yeah. dominated. 49ers I, just absolutely I, I embarrassed the Packers. I think, it's un- I think it's unreasonable to expect that kind of outcome in, in this game. But it's a playoff game. Both teams are going to be prepared. They're gonna they're gonna come out uh, firing. They're gonna come out playing their best. Um, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout like that, but um, I think this is gonna be a very very tough game for the Packers. I agree. The 49ers offense is super super unique. This West Coast uh, scheme that Shanahan's running it's incredible. Their their run game is awesome. They run the ball so effectively, um, and then they use that to you know. Uh, they use play action passes off the run game. Kittle is a is a matchup nightmare for teams. Debo Samuel's playing out of his mind. Emmanuel Sanders is awesome. Kendrick Bourne was great against the Vikings. And when you combine the run game with the pass game, and and Jimmy G's been solid this year, and the play action uh, passes with the run game, it's just it's so hard to stop this offense. 
Um, and the Packers, like, the Packers are actually what, they, they struggle running man coverage. They've struggled with that this season. Um, and, like, if they try to do that, <laughs> the 49ers are going to take advantage. They're going to make them pay. And, and the 49ers, like, their offense is, is really good. And you combine that with their elite defensive line and their elite secondary. Like, their defense is, is like, probably the best in the league. And it, it, it was probably the best in the league this season. Maybe right. them or the Patriots. You can, there's an argument. But, like, they, they have one of the best defenses in the league this season. And their pass rush is awesome. Uh, their run defense. If it's gonna, if their run defense is gonna play like they did last week against, against the Vikings, they might not lose. They might just go ahead and claim that championship ring now. But like, yeah, <laughs> the Forty Nineers are just so good on both sides of the ball. And I don't know what the Packers are gonna be able to do in this game. Aaron Rodgers has to play out of his mind in this game, and the Packers secondary has to play the best game of the, of the season. Right. I want to pick the Packers. I really do, but I just can't. Part of it was, you know, you can't appreciate enough or value enough experience when you're right. yes, talking totally, about the playoffs. And Aaron Rodgers has been there and done that so many times that I want to pick the Packers. But experience does not trump the talent level and the level of play. Yeah. And the 49ers are playing better football right now. They have been all season. The, they have the same – They both both teams have the same record, but if you really watch the teams, the 49ers have been playing much better football than the Packers this season. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers struggled in the regular season, had a you know vintage Aaron Rodgers game last week. But if for, if the 49ers are able to stop the run, Kyle Shannon – or not Kyle Shannon um, – the guy that looks just like him that's coaching for the Packers. Matt LaFleur yeah. looks exa- uh, looks exactly like Kyle Shanahan. It's so confusing sometimes. Well, look they look very similar. And apparently that they're good friends because they were on the uh, Redskins uh, coaching staff together. But Matt LaFleur's offense focuses so heavily on the run. Like everything's pretty much based yeah. on the run. Like everything, the passing game, a lot of play action stuff, uh, a lot of passing like running passing plays like under center and in eye formation. And so everything's built to run the ball first and then set yeah. up big plays to where, you know, they you catch them sleeping because they think you're going to just run the ball again and then you throw over at the top. Right. And I don't know if that's going to fly against the 49ers. Yeah. So I don't know if it's I, – I just can't see the Packers pulling this one out. I don't think their defense is disciplined enough to, you know, stop the San Francisco's offense. Because San Francisco has a kind of similar offense to Green Bay. Yeah, it is, it's a little similar. But, and it's, it's kind of tricky, but San Francisco is built to run that offense. Yeah. Green Bay, you know, this is their first year in that offense. They haven't really been built to run that. I mean, they don't, like, they don't have, they have two pretty good running backs, but their running game is not as, like, dynamic as San Francisco. Yeah. So once you get to a point when once Green Bay gets to a point where their running game can be much better. I mean it's been good. Aaron Aaron Jones a 1000 yard rusher this year, Jamal Williams was good, you know, helping Aaron Jones arrest. But in all the years that you know Aaron Rodgers has been playing for the Packers, 
the offenses revolved around him. And right. that's how they've won championships before. And I think that's what the Packers are going to need to do Yeah. Uh, to have a chance to win this game. I think they're going to need to rely on Aaron Rodgers a lot more. I'm not saying abandon the running game at all. I'm not right, saying yeah. I, you need to have the running game going so that you can set up your really good play-action passes. But I think it's going to rely a lot on Aaron yeah. Rodgers and his experience here. You know, I've, he's done this so many times. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it can be, but it can also be a blowout. Yeah. And I think San Francisco's going to get this one done, especially yeah, th- with it yeah, being in San Francisco. I agree. Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing the Packers need to do to, to be able to win this game, the secondary has to play well. Kevin King, he's got to step it up. He's got to step up and step up to the plate and perform in this game. Uh, Jair Alexander, I he's awesome. He's great. I I mean, I, I have 100% faith in him to step up. And play like he has all season. He's really good. I don't. I don't. I'm not worried about him. But just everybody else, the secondary just has to step up. Um, and if they if they are called to play man coverage, they they just gotta step up. Um, and they can't allow big plays because if, if they allow big plays to San Francisco, they're gonna get killed. And, and this will be a blowout. Um, but they gotta just limit the big plays. Just limit the big plays, and they'll have a chance. Uh, one of one of the tough things for San Francisco. I mean, I don't think it's going to impact them that much, but Raheem Mostert is questionable for this game. I think he'll play. I th- I, I think he'll play. It's, it's the NFC yes, Championship. I assume yeah. he'll play. Yeah. But he is questionable. So he. I mean, even if he is playing, he could be a little banged up and not be one hundred percent. So we'll see what happens. But I expect we're going to see a 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl which I will yeah. be super excited yeah. about. All right, let's make quick picks for the Super Bowl. We both have the Chiefs 49ers. Who would you pick? You don't have to go into like a deep dive. Right. We need to move on. But just a quick pick. Right now, I would pick the Chiefs because I don't think the 49ers offense can keep up. They're yeah. good, but they can't that's keep up. Tough. Oh, that's tough. But San Fran's defense is so good. But I think I still got to go with the Chiefs. I know that defensive line can get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, but he is just an elite talent, I think he can. Get I haven't had enough time to think about this. Um, my first, I'm, I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go Chiefs, but I need more time to think about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, obviously like, we'll make case, our, our Super Bowl happens. in case this happens. Yeah. I'll need more time, but yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about the natty that was played last night, and wow, um, <laughs> what a season for LSU. LSU ended up winning 42-25. Um, final score. Yeah. Um. And this was a, a really good game, um, the beginning of the first half. Both teams, like, I thought like it was really weird how good both teams were defensively. Like, both teams' defenses were just stingy. Um, and it, and neither offense could get it going early. But eventually, um, you know, Clemson was able to put points on the board. Clemson was able to put points on the board early. They they got, out to, a, yeah, they got out to a uh, – you know, they, they ran that kind of trick play with the T. Higgins 36-yard yeah. run that got them out to a 17-7 to lead right. uh, after LSU had scored on that 52-yard pass to Chase yeah. uh, where Terrell, A.J. Terrell, the corner for Clemson, yeah. just got cooked by Chase. Clemson was able to get a lot of pressure early, right. which was a little surprising to me because LSU's offensive line is the best in the country. Um, and that really just – and that really, um, like – LSU's offense was—I don't think they were prepared for that. I don't right. think they expected that that Clemson would get get a lot of uh, pressure on Joe Burrow. 
Uh, but once they kind of figured it out, and the LSU's offense, you knew at some point they were going to attack. Oh, yeah. And like I mean, they said, were going to That deep ball adjust eventually. finally. Um, yeah. AJ Terrell, but, what I a mean, rough night for him. Yeah, it was unfortunate. I mean, Clemson got up to a 17-7 lead, and it looked good for them. And then by the end of the half, I mean, this was in the – it was like 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Clemson was up 70-7. And then Joe Burrow and the Tigers came right. roaring back and – Got a twenty twenty eight to seven. They scored twenty one straight. Yeah, twenty one straight, uh, and got a twenty eight to seventeen lead. Going into the half. Going into halftime. Yeah, but at that point, I was like, if if Clemson at this point being down double digits, if they punt two times in a row in this half, they're done. Because you you just like with L, with the way LSU's offense was rolling at that point, like you can't punt. Yeah, and Ella and. LSU was getting the ball back in the half, so Clemson yeah. really needed to keep them from scoring, and they did that. They forced a punt, and they got the ball back and went down the field and scored on a uh, yeah. touchdown by Travis Etienne. Then I thought the run. game. Then I was like, okay, yeah, this twenty-eight is what to twenty-five because they got they went for two and they got it. So it's a three-point game, and then LSU punts and Clemson gets the ball back and is looking good. And then Clemson has a punt. LSU scores. Clemson punts again. That's the two punts in a row. But I think then, I think this is when I told you I was like that's game. Yeah, but then it wasn't because LSU unfortunately missed a field goal, yeah. and so it kept it kept him in it. But then Clemson punted for the third time in the row, and LSU was able to capitalize and and score a touchdown and went up forty two to twenty five, and then yeah. it was over at that point. Yeah, Joe was awesome in this game. Joe Burrow was great. Joe Burrow, I mean, he was great. Yeah. The entire game. Like, early on when Clemson was getting a lot of pressure on him, he still was playing well. Like, he didn't struggle. Um, he had that near pick, possibly pick six to uh That could have changed the game. That could have changed the game. But he played pretty well all game. Like, he was he I was think that was awesome. only, like, really bad play. I mean, there were a few – there were a few times where he threw, like, a, a bit of a bad ball. Yeah. But it didn't happen a lot. And a lot of times he was throwing – Balls just on the money, hitting guys in the chest, and they, there was a few times I think Jamar Chase dropped one, and then there were times where he was trying to force it in there, and Terrell was playing really well at the beginning of the game, okay, like he, tight he, coverage. He started off playing great, but and then, then just everything fell apart, and he was terrible. Right, and Joe Burrow's stats are just insane: yeah. thirty-one for forty-nine, four hundred sixty-three yards, five passing touchdowns, fourteen carries, fifty-eight yards, one rushing touchdown. He has sixty passing touchdowns on the season now. That is crazy. And plus the five rushing touchdowns, 65 total touchdowns. Yeah. Okay, one thing that isn't being talked about near enough, and I think it's one of the most impressive performances in the entire game, and literally I have not heard this talked about at all. One of the most impressive performances in the game, true freshman Derek Stingley, six targets, one reception, 12 yards. I didn't yeah. hear his name all night. He was awesome. He was in this fantastic. Game. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> he was crazy. But he's been awesome all year. Like he Yeah, he, it's it's not like that's not expected yeah. at this point. He, I mean, he he would be a first round pick this year right coming now. out as a freshman. Right. And he would be behind Jeff Okuda, if not ahead. This dude is insane. This kid is amazing. Stingley is going to be an elite corner one day. He's a beast. Yeah. But I just I, I I wanted to just give him some credit there. Out because this was insane, and I felt like no one was giving him props for it. Because everyone's just talking about AJ Terrell getting just assaulted by Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, uh, mainly Jamar Chase. 
But, like, Stingley was awesome in his own right. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest plays of the game was the targeting penalty. Oh, yeah. That took um, Clemson linebacker. Um, I forgot his name. 47. It's uh, Skalski. Skalski. Yeah, it took yeah. him out. And a lot of people were James mad. James Skalski, about, number 47. I don't think people were mad that, that it was called targeting. People were, were mad about the ruling itself. Yeah. And that, well, that, people, and that it was. I don't necessarily disagree because they're saying that they should make targeting uh, to where you can say that it's not, like, egregious and then they stay in the game. Or if it's, like, you know, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, I um, I saw some something on Twitter where someone was saying that it's, it's like, if it's uh, leading with the crown, but it's, but it's, like, based off intent, you can't tell what the intent is. Right. I think, I think if, it's hel- if it's leading with the crown and it hits the helmet, disqualified, and you're out of the game. But I think if you, like, lead with the crowd and you hit them in the body, like, in, below the helmet, I think you should be able to stay in the game. But still a 15-yard penalty. Right. I think ejection should only happen if you – if you Helmet to helmet. And you hit while well, lead with the crowd. Right. Because, like, that is, that is kind of a, uh, a tough call to make. It's, it's tough to, like, eject a kid in a national championship game uh, on a play like that. Like, he, he hit him in the shoulder. Like it wasn't an egregious play. Yeah, but I mean the ruling was correct. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the rules. I'm not saying the, I'm not saying the call right. was bad. I'm just saying like if we if we're gonna fix the rule, this is how it should be done. I agree. But yeah, and then Trevor, I thought Trevor was terrible. He was awful. This is like the worst game he's played. I think this is the worst college. game of his career. I. But like, th- th- this happens. Like he he was. I feel like people people are just crapping. Like his this. stats aren't. Terrible or anything like he had some games early in this season where his stats were really bad, yeah. but th- he didn't necessarily play bad. He was just kind of like throwing 50 50 balls and they wouldn't go his way. Yeah. I mean, he was making some bad reads, yeah. but like in this game, he was making not great reads, right? But what was there was like he was not throwing tight spirals, yep. All, all of his balls were ducks. He was inaccurate. Overthrowing. There's like 10 to 13 overthrows in this game by him. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It'll happen, though. Um, like, and I, I, I gave him crap on Twitter about it. Like, he played awful. He was not good in this game. And I expect more show up on the stage. Because uh, they did last year as a true freshman. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those games, and it's yeah. like I mean, every player has a bad game, and unfortunately for him, for, unfortunately for his him, happened on the brightest stage. I wouldn't be saying this if he hadn't won a ring already. But right. since but since he played like but, but since he showed up last year as a true freshman, uh, he, he 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 gets a, a tiny bit of a pass. Um, yeah, he still played awful in this game. Um, yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll be back next year. Oh yeah, I think they're probably Clemson's the favorite next year, and I think uh, I know Trevor's the already right now. He's the favorite for the Heisman next year, yeah. and Clemson's the most likely going to be the preseason. But that would have been insane though if he could have if he could have uh, won last night and started off his career. It would it would have been thirty and zero. Would it would it have been thirty? Well, no, not quite, because he didn't start all of his games as his freshman year. You're right. So close to thirty though. Like he would, he would have been perfect. Twenty eight or twenty seven and zero. Yeah, something like that. No, it'd have been like. I think it's twenty seven and zero because he didn't 20, like start until their fourth game. Their fourth game is I think when he started. So twenty six and zero, right? Uh, twenty seven. That would have been eleven games his rookie or his freshman season. His, his fourth game was when. Yeah, so that that would have been. I think it would have been twenty seven because if you take three away from thirty. 
Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So I think he started twenty-seven and zero as a starter. Right. But thirty. If if he had won, that's what that's yeah. what I'm saying. If he had won, but yeah. Yeah, he, all he has to do now is just win the Heisman, and he'll have accomplished everything in college. Right, national championship, Heisman Trophy, and he'll be in the, the number one pick. Oh, no, yeah. no matter what happens next year. This is, I don't know if we're gonna see a quarterback matchup like this again. Now yeah. it didn't turn up like like I wanted to see it. Yeah. I, I wanted to see like an actual quarterback I duel. Be, I thought it was gonna be a much better game. But still, like the two quarterbacks that were in this game, I don't know if we're gonna see this again yeah. with like two number one picks, like, at this caliber of, no, like, these are two of the best quarterback prospects in a while. Okay, so say, say Trevor was coming out now, after that game, and after everything that's happened this season, who do you think would go number one? I think Trevor would still go number one ahead of Burrow, yeah. just because he has more tools than Burrow. Like, he's he's got a bigger arm than that's Burrow. That's a tough conversation to have now, though. Yeah. After last night's game, but I would, I would just throw, just outplay. They would Trevor. go number one and two. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if they if a team took Burrow number one instead after just seeing him absolutely dominate. I know. No, I, I think like, one better. of the knocks on Burrow is like he doesn't have necessarily like a huge arm to yeah. where he can just he doesn't. Like, he can't throw like super far. And he's or pretty old. Like he's twenty four. Yeah. Like, he's already like kind of. So, I mean, that's kind of a knock on him, but I don't know if that necessarily matters. The, I don't think the I don't think his arm is a huge knock on him. I think the age is a legitimate uh not problem, but that's something to worry about. But that's not like 24 is not that bad. No, but like But like you remember like how is how is Trevor? Trevor's 20? not even 20. I think he's 19. 19. He might be 20, but, I mean, obviously That's he can't come out right bit. now. That's a four-year difference. I know, but the age is not, like, a big concern, like, when you're legitimately. Like, well, okay, but if, but if you're comparing the is. two, yeah. But, like, Brandon Whedon, you remember when he came out of Oklahoma State, he was, like, 27, 28? He was not 27, 28 coming out of Let's look it out up. Of college? Yeah, because he played baseball first. Oh, really? And then oh, went okay, to Oklahoma okay. State and got drafted in the first round at, like, 27. Hold on, let's see how old he was. Yeah, look that up. So I didn't know that. See what year? Did he get I was that? just like that seems like that seems like a yeah, he's thirty six right now and he got drafted in two thousand twelve. Wow, he's thirty six right now. Right now and he got drafted in two thousand twelve. Dang. So he was twenty eight, wasn't he? Yeah, he was born in nineteen eighty three and got drafted in two thousand twelve. So he's twenty about to turn twenty nine when he got drafted. Dang. Yeah. Was he a first round pick? He was a first round first round pick, pick twenty two by the Browns. I definitely would not have picked him. Yeah. He was fantastic, and he only started one year at Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, Joe Burrow, like this is I I I I said this before the Oklahoma game. I said I thought that he was having the best season ever by quarterback. I think after last night's game, this is the best season ever by anybody. Like, this is the best sing- the best single season by any player in college football history. And what they were able to, to do, beating seven top ten teams. Um, well, six. I don't want to count Texas, but yeah. six. Um, and beating, like, all all of the top four preseason teams and beat all of them yeah, by an average of 21 points. Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma. And they beat them all by an average of 21 points. Yeah. 
and Murrow like had fifty. And if you take the Alabama game out of there, it's right. more. It's yeah. way more. Yeah, and Murrow had six, sixty touchdowns, seven picks, which is disgusting. Those are like NCAA football numbers. Those yeah, are those video, video game, game numbers. numbers. Then he had like fifty six hundred yard passing yards around there. I don't know what the actual close numbers, to that, but it's close to that. Like he's. Like third all time for single season passing yards, and he's number one in passing touchdowns for a single season, and then he's like seven picks with that that number of yard passing yards and passing touchdowns is disgusting, crazy. and that's crazy. Like, uh, the the other quarter, the only other season that really compares to to Joe Burrow's twenty nineteen season was Colt Brennan in twenty in two thousand seven, and he had a lot of picks. He, he had like. Fourteen picks, yeah, to go along with fifty-eight touchdowns. But yeah, like this, like, and, and Joe Burrow ha- didn't have a game under seventy percent completion percentage. Like he, he, he was just so great. And like along with the stats and the eye test, and it, it was just a phenomenal season. He was great. Like he was legendary this season. Yeah, he's really good. So I thought it wasn't the natty that I wanted to see. Yeah, I wanted him to be closer. Yeah, congratulations to LSU. Yeah, awesome. I don't think they're going to be as good next year with Burrow gone, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll, I'll, It'll be interesting if they can get De'Eric King, the transfer from Houston, to come in there and see what he can do. I mean, yeah. he's more of a runner, but yeah. we'll see what happens. All right, that's going to do it. All right, we'll see you all later.